Welcome to the Stone Real Estate Conversation Podcast, where we explore all things related to buying, selling, and investing in real estate. So whether you're a first-time home buyer, a seasoned investor, or just curious about the ever-evolving real estate market, we've got you covered. Join us as we delve into the latest trends, expert insights, and insider tips to help you make informed decisions in your real estate journey. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this exciting conversation. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us on this podcast this afternoon from Stone Real Estate. My name's Peter Maloof, and our very special guest this afternoon is Senior Economist with the REA Group, Mr. Paul Ryan. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon. Um, thank you very much for having me, Peter. It's a great pleasure. We appreciate you giving up some time. I think, uh, Paul, relevant to this podcast, the conversation that we'd like to have is just around the current market and uh, what might be in store. I think there are a lot of positives for vendors uh, out there in the marketplace who may be considering selling their property uh, at the moment. But as we're hearing in the marketplace, not just in our brand, but with a lot of real estate brands that I speak with, um, a lot of vendors are sitting on the fence and they're not 100% convinced yet whether now is a great time to sell. So perhaps you could provide an overview of the current market, especially regarding stock levels compared to this time last year. Yeah, no, it's it's a very interesting time for the market, so it's a good time to have this discussion. Um, I think um, uh, the the data echoes um, those anecdotes you're hearing from from vendors. Is it seems like vendors are a little more reticent at the moment. We've seen around 17% fewer new listings uh, in May this year as compared with May last year, as we saw. Um, now, I, I think vendors are kind of looking at. I mean, they saw prices fall um, throughout most of 2022. Um, that's now reverse. So we've seen. Um, while there's there's been that lower level of stock on the market, um, despite interest rates increasing, we've seen prices increase nationally over the past five months. Um, now, properties are taking a little bit longer to sell, um, and that means that while there's fewer listings coming onto the market, there's actually more properties on the market, about 3% more than there were this time last year. Okay, that's interesting. So the impact of lower stock levels obviously has an impact on prices, right? The old supply and demand. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's that supply demand balance that we've most been surprised by this year. I mean, we were expecting prices to continue to fall this year in line with that that continued increase in interest rates and declining borrowing capacity for, for buyers. Um, but, it, but it's clear that um, the weight of demand um, has been so strong relative to the amount of stock on the market that it's, it's kept prices up um, and, and prices have been, you know, growing steadily, not, not rapidly, but steadily for the past yeah, five months nationally. Yeah, I'd agree. That's what we're seeing as well, particularly uh, in the metro areas. It's been a very interesting trend. What, what about the current trends um, that REA are seeing in the marketplace? You said days on market are, are up a little for residential properties. Yeah, so we've got a few indicators where we um, we kind of track buyer demand and, and days on market and how long it takes to sell properties is, is a good one to start with. Um, we've seen that drift up. So it's, it's kind of that nationally, a typical property takes about 46 days to sell. Um, but so while that's drifted up from the kind of uh, really heady times during the kind of pandemic boom, it's still well below pre-pandemic levels. Um, so it's still properties are taking about two weeks faster to sell than before the pandemic. Um, and we're seeing as we track uh, audience data on realestate.com.au, um, we're, we're seeing kind of twice as many buyers, serious late stage buyers, so buyers that are conducting activity that we think are con conducive with them being close to buying properties. So things like contacting agents and saving auctions and um, yep. sending links to friends and things like that. The, the number of, of 
people that are in the, those stages of buying per listing is kind of twice the level as as before the pandemic. So it really points to that to that story where we've got a lot of buyer demand and it's focused on that kind of small level of stock that's on the market. So that's interesting. If buyer demand is up and REA are tracking buyer activity in terms of emails and making second inquiries, et cetera, now then would be, as we're seeing in a, in, in a lot of areas, particularly metro areas where prices are strong, now would be a good time to sell, right? I mean, less supply, strong prices, good buy demand points to a stronger overall price. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing in prices. We're seeing prices grow um, and we're seeing that. I think sellers, a lot of sellers are worried about, you know, they want to list their property. They don't want it to hang around on the market and not find a buyer or, you know, a, a scenario where there's only one buyer and kind of not a, a really, um, you know, a, a competitive selling process. But but with the number of buyers we've got um, kind of looking across all price points, um, that, that's really not the case. Interesting. Is it the same for owner-occupied property as well as investment stock? Are you finding there's still strong demand in both those sectors? I think, if anything, um, more strong demand in, in owner-occupied stock. I mean, we're seeing um, quite a big reversal on the market conditions we saw last year. Last year, we saw um, expensive owner-occupier regions. So if you're thinking um, Sydney, you're thinking like Northern Beaches, Eastern Suburbs. Um, if you're thinking um, Melbourne, you're talking about like the inner east, um, we're, we're recording the biggest kind of price falls. And now we're seeing the opposite. We're seeing those markets rebounding uh, the, the quickest this year and, and recording the, the largest price increases. So um, I think there's a lot of strong owner-occupied demand. That's really interesting. I mean, everybody in this country knows that the unprecedented rise in interest rates over the last 12 months, uh, everyone thought it would have a much bigger impact than it obviously has, but there are still people out there, as we've just been discussing, who are super keen to buy property. Do you guys see um, with all your market intel and data that these current market conditions will continue for at least the rest of this year? That's what, what our indicators are pointing to. I, th I think what's changed, and we were certainly surprised by um, how resilient the market has been in the face of you know, 400 basis points of, of interest rate increases. And I think going back to the pandemic gives you part of the explanation here is that a lot of sellers at the moment, who are sellers and buyers are often the same people, um, have seen really big equity increases um, since the pandemic. So, I mean, um, nationally, prices are still up 31% since before the pandemic. So that's a lot of equity that people have in their current home that they can use for upgrades and insulates a lot of people from interest rate increases. Um, and, and talking about our, our indicators about how the market going forward. Uh, if we look at, say, auction clearance rates in Sydney and Melbourne, they're up above 70%, which is yeah. which are levels we haven't seen since 2021 and points to continued price growth. So um, it, it looks like we're, we're likely to see continued um, performance similar as we've seen in the last few months. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I think also most people and most economists seem to think we're, if not at the top, very close to the top of this interest rise cycle. Uh, is that a fair point to make? Yeah, I think that's another really um, important point for vendors is um, a lot of the uncertainty that we had last year about how high interest rates would go is, has dissipated. I mean, we've kind of seen uh, where interest rates have gone to. And we're now talking about whether there'll be one more or two more hikes. But we kind of know that this is this is where interest rates are going to be for, say, the, 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 the near future. Uh, and, and that's important for stability. You kind of know now what your repayments are going to be on an upgrade um, that that certainty, I think, matters for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And I think we've got a very safe banking sector that allows a 3% buffer over prevailing interest rates. And most buyers in the marketplace, if not everyone, are getting advice from financial brokers or their banks, their accounts, financial planners, et cetera. And they factored that in. So I, I think 
if they're allowing another one or two rate rise and then perhaps even a shift down later this year, according uh, to a lot of sources, it's a pretty good time for them to, to enter the marketplace. So what would your advice be to a would-be seller in the market? Now, I think... Sell, wait for spring, traditionally, when there may be more stock coming onto the market? Uh, it's traditionally, yeah. I would wait for spring, wait for the, uh, the um, garden to look nice, um, you know, not, less likely to rain as, as we're seeing today in Sydney. Um, but really, I mean, talk to an agent. I mean, they're going to know your local market conditions um, better than anyone else. Um, they're going to have a good idea about that really strong buyer demand, which we're really seeing everywhere across, across the country. Um, I think while spring is, is very traditional, so your property, we've got this unique situation where buyer demand remains really, really strong. Um, there's not a lot of com competition from other sellers. Um, you can kind of get the jump on the, the spring selling season. And, you know, a lot of sellers could be um, buyers in the spring selling season and have already kind of done the hard work and sold their property. Yeah, that's a really good point you make, actually. So if you capitalize on the market conditions at the moment, which is undersupplied, if you're a vendor and you put your property on, you could potentially sell it with a slightly longer settlement period, potentially eight, 12 weeks, that would give you money in your back pocket come the spring market when traditionally we see an influx of real estate stock coming onto the market uh, for you to go out and buy. I mean, maybe an increase in supply, um, not lessens pr prices, but certainly gives vendors who are selling now a better chance to buy in another 12 weeks for argument's sake. Would you agree? Yeah, potentially. Um, I think the other thing that, that vendors are thinking about is, is, is those concerns about a recession, I think, have mostly dissipated. Um, unemployment rates are really low. Um, you know, people are less worried about the future now. Um, a lot of, you know, we've been talking about how much uncertainty um, everything's had since the pandemic kind of hit and, and kind of things are starting to get back to normal. And, and normal here is, um, you know, the, the market's chugging along, um, the economy's chugging along. Um, yeah, we're, we're, this might be the first normal spring selling season in, in some time. I think it's a really good point, at least for a few years, Paul. So uh, look, I think that's really good information for people to understand and listen to. Obviously, people make a balanced judgment based on their own research. But for anybody listening to this podcast who might be interested in, in what their property is uh, is worth, really, uh, you're very welcome to jump onto our website, stonerealestate.com.au and download a free property report. Um, it's a fairly comprehensive report, Paul, that, that's open to the general public if they just jump on the Stone website. Um, and it's tailored to their address. It's going to provide people with valuable insights, including their estimated value, the investment potential, and basically any, any recent sales in their area. So if Anyone would like to do that, just jump on the Stone Real Estate website um, and download your free personal property report. Paul Ryan uh, from REA, we really appreciate your time this afternoon in June 2023. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great afternoon. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.